ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the real heat. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the real heat live. Currently, we own season four, episode four, and tonight we're talking about how family matters. Because let me tell you, family, real family matters. But look, before we even get into all that, y'all know we got to do our introductions. So uh, being the gentleman that I am, let me bring the lady on first. The lady, okay, capital T. Um, but y'all know me. I capital. am the lady. And... That's really that's the extent of my introduction. Thank you said we're gonna work on it. We ain't worked on it yet, but it we're gonna I work on it. I promise you. <laughs> but look, we got a whole host of special guests tonight. If you saw the Superwoman episode, you probably recognize this next face coming to the stage. Let's bring out Deep. Hi. What up, D? What up? I'm ready to chop it up. You know, have some conversation. Chop it up. Real. Chop it up. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Next up to the stage, longtime friend of mine and a new Fuego family member, Marie, coming to the stage. Hey, guys. What up? What up? What up? Nothing much. Ready to get into the combo. you on here for the first time on this wonderful show. It feels show. good. I'm not new to broadcasting, but it feels good being up here. Oh, she said she ain't new to this. She true Not at all. Okay. I got you. I got you. Now, if y'all watched last week's episode, you probably recognize his face. My boy, Big Sad, came through last week and dropped an amazing, amazing, amazing video to help us host the show. And we decided we had to bring him back for this next episode. So coming up next, my boy, Big Sad. Yeah. <laughs> What's good, everybody? Big Sad in the building. Baltimore 410. We're here, here. Not Baltimore. What they say two and you and do. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me, let, me, let me. I'm sorry. I'm gonna behave tonight. I, I probably early. He's starting early. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. So look, like I told y'all, tonight's episode, we get into the nitty-gritty about family, you know, where the blood is truly thicker than water. And maybe, you know, friends can actually be better family members. But uh I want to kick this off with this next well this first question how do you define family now i know everybody has a different definition of family um for instance for myself you know i don't think family always has to be blood i got friends you know who have treated me better than family members so my definition may be a little different but you know once again being that i am a gentleman lady how do you define family um, me personally, I feel like your family is anyone around you who supports you, who uplifts you, in my personal beliefs, who prays for you, who prays with you, who's willing to go the rocky path with you and not leave you for dead. As long as you don't leave me for dead, I'm a rock with you. I got you. That's Respect. that's family for me. Respect. Um now I'm I'm a I'm a you know keep this thing moving you know 
Now, lady, I know you, you're from, you know, somewhere far off the coast that we're not even going to name because, you know, if you don't live on the coast, it don't really matter. Um, let's let's go to our residential, you know, Southern Belle. D, how do you define family? Um, I definitely, like, agree with lady, like, it, and you. It don't have to be blood. It's the people that when you're in tough times, they're there for you. Like, you won't. You know, they don't even second think about helping you being there, like, especially coming from the South. And I have a big family and we love everybody. Like I've brought friends home and they've treated them just as if they fit in our family. Like it's important. The personality and is it more important because you can have people okay. whose family and they are horrible people. They ain't got your back. You can't. Mm. You could have one phone call, call them, and they hang up right on your face. Mm. I feel like you, you're speaking from personal experience there, <laughs> but you know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna dig into that. Right. Now, Miss, I, I ain't new to this. I'm true to this. You know how do you define family? I feel like family is people you can depend on. Um, having that sense of belonging that I feel like is family not feeling like you're excluded from anything so yeah so people I can depend on is definitely family to me okay. and if I don't feel comfortable I don't I don't feel like they family so yeah mm -hmm. big said Mr. <laughs> family guy himself yeah um no, I pretty much agree with everybody. I, I will say, though, that family, to me, are people you you don't really have a choice but to love. You may not like them. They can get on your nerves. You can't stand them sometimes, but you can't help but to love them. You don't have a choice, right? And that ain't even always only blood. Like, some people you just can't help but to love, and they ain't different mothers, different fathers, you know, a whole other family, but they're family, so... You disagree sometimes, but you still can't help but to love them at the end of the day, you know. So okay, well let me let me let me ask you this and do you do you feel like blood is truly thicker than water? No, not at all. Blood is what blood I mean blood will always be blood regardless. Um <laughs> I got a lot of blood who I don't even associate with. I also got people who aren't blood who I hold closer to me than you know what I mean than anybody else outside of my house. So that's just how it is sometimes. Blood, because blood, honestly, blood, since they're the closest to you, they'd be the ones who do you dirty first. So, okay, let me let me let me let me ask y'all this thing. Okay, so we I I think we all kind of agree that blood isn't always thicker than water. Oh, this is an interesting comment. Did you know the saying blood is thicker than water is not the full saying? It's blood of the covenant is thicker than water of the womb. Meaning the relationships you make yourself are more important than the ones you don't choose. Hey, yo. I am. That is fine. I, I did know that, actually. I actually so, so, did not know that. But right. That, I didn't know that either. That's deep when you think about it. Yeah. That is. Maybe you should do a segment on sayings that you really need the whole full thing on. Because a lot no, of for real. we say sayings of and we need you don't you need to know the complete. Yeah. Right, because you know, we we, we, we we had a whole segment. <laughs> We had a whole segment where I was talking about, you know, sayings and, you know, when I was talking about a hard head making soft ass, you know, everybody got on my case, but we're not even going to go back to that. So anyway, 
you know, we, so, okay. We're not, we not going to say nothing because we know you was uh, raised in the uh, old times. <laughs> but you're older than me, but I digress. So, okay. So do you, do you feel like blood, you know, say, since you said, like I said, blood isn't thicker than water, do you feel like people who are blood kind of have like a, a higher standing than like friends? Well, I, I, <clears throat> what you, if you, I think you mean... What I'm taking from what you just said is, do do they get more leeway? And yes, they get way more leeway just because they're blood. Um, somebody who's blood can cross me. They can get away with crossing me more than one time. Somebody who isn't blood can't. And I, I, I'm just speaking from experience because I have family who, you know, they cross you and then you forgive them. And because they blood, you know, you kind of give them another chance and then they do it again. And then, you know, it's a cycle. But uh People who, if you're not my blood, and like we at odds, once we at odds, we'll probably always be at odds for real. If you're not family, and you're not blood. See, I feel like once we're at odds, we at odds for like I don't care if you my mama. Once we're at odds, we're right. at odds. That's it. I don't have nothing else for you. Like for my peace, you gotta go. Every single time, I'm gonna choose me. I don't care if we're blood. I don't care if blood is thicker. I don't care. I don't care. For me, for my peace, for my sanity, anybody can go at any time. And I'm not looking back. I'm not concerned. Protect your peace, okay? And I, I agree with her with protecting the peace. But I think with family, it's slightly different. Um, especially, like I was saying, with my family, we have events. We have a lot of stuff going on you end up running across them again and it's easier to cut off someone friend wise when you're like okay i'm not gonna deal with you because i don't have no but then when you're like with a family member it's like i don't want to deal with you but then now we got a family cookout we got a family reunion we got church and you here and i gotta keep seeing you and it's it's yeah, different you, like, when you cut off a friend it's i don't have to have no ties to you family <laughs> still end up having time be honest be honest because you know that one right there next to you you know with her if it's somebody she don't like it's on site you know she just ratchet me and marie have known each other for years and she she's the main one to know that i will give people chances and then when you hit that last chance that's when i'm like all right yeah. And you won't even know. I will just have cleared you out of my bank. You'll be like, I ain't heard from her in a while. I ain't seen her in a while. Yeah, I'll fuck with you no more. That's mm -hmm. why. That's mm -hmm. why I had a whole party and you ain't there. Mm -hmm. That's why you see us doing stuff and you was not invited. Yep. That's, that I just want to pause and say thoughts um, were always at odds forever. We're always at odds. Um, That's because y'all don't know how to act. Neither one of you. <laughs> y'all while we're talking about once once i give you my chances once you hit the last chance how many chances is enough chances when do you decide enough is enough because to me you get one time to play with me and, and it's the last time you're gonna play with me i think it depends I, on the person I but i think i think though some people feel like because it's family they have to give them that chance or Yep. I mean, it, I feel like it all depends on the situation, quite honestly. You yeah, know? I was going to say it depends on the situation with chances because it's a difference between 
hey, I called you for help. You said you were going to help and you didn't show up. Then you slept with my man. That, that was a two different. You Cousin know. Faith? Yeah, that's Cousin Faith? Yeah, that's Cousin Faith? Yeah, yeah. Cousin Faith? I'm going to let you know now. Cousin Faith, I wouldn't have held it that long. I would have whooped her ass then. So it, we just going to let you know. Faith I fucked know. my husband. Cousin Faith. Faith fucked my husband, okay? <laughs> Yeah, me and Faze wasn't. I, me and yeah, Faze, no. yeah. And then they I was, was like, I was like, out her shoes at the cookout. I know. First of all, she was brave to even come there because I wouldn't have came. <laughs> I would have stayed home. Hell yeah. Right. No, that was, that was, that was wild. Um, yeah, that is admit. definitely true. That's a good comment. Boundaries should be yeah. set for what you allow for people regardless of blood. I and that's Mrs. Forte right there. Mrs. Forte, okay. okay. Yeah, I definitely agree Forte. on that. Mrs. Dick said, okay? Mrs. Mm -hmm. Dick said. Period. Capital C. <laughs> <laughs> so but I'm, that's I'm glad y'all have to I think your boundaries should, should trump all. Whether it's blood, whether it's, it's friend, whether it's the family you've chosen for yourself, boundaries for yourself should trump all. Mm -hmm. I, I definitely agree. yeah you definitely gotta set those boundaries but the thing is learn that the hard way <laughs> are y'all respecting these boundaries like with me personally there's only a few people in this world who can cross the boundary and don't get cut off and that's probably my mother my father my sister anyone else cross, cross that boundary too. on a bad day it's it's a wrap ain't no ain't no three strikes you out ain't no second chance you cross that boundary on the right day, I will I will block you, remove you from everything, and act like you don't exist. That's the Gemini in you. That's fine. <laughs> That's well, fine. I don't know, because I'm a Pisces, and it can, you can be my grandmother. And I was about to say, mind. that don't even matter, right? I mean, I mean, <laughs> yeah, cousins, aunties, uncles, I don't care. They, it's all about that peace, like I said. I ain't got the time. Mm -mm. Spots try me. Try me. Yeah, back. I was gonna say Spots said he gonna cross that line every time. That's why I'm a I'm a I'm a knock you back cross that line every time. Okay. But... <laughs> no, you're not. Disrespectful. <laughs> you know what? It's well, better if you are odds with Spots. Now you about to be at odds with me, okay? Mm, that's okay. I've been worse places. Um, wow, so let's cool. let's let's talk about this. So we're talking about how many chances and our boundaries. So I want to know: Does being family with someone mean that they automatically owe you loyalty? No, because family ain't even loyal. Not yeah. all family is loyal. So I don't feel like you owe any. At the end of the day, I don't feel like I owe anybody anything. Uh, nah. Right. Everything in this world, you got to earn. Definitely gotta earn it. Everything. Everything. Loyalty, love, chances, it gotta be earned. Friendship, respect, res respect, R E S P E C T, okay? Respect. Gotta be earned. I'm dying kind of girl. That's what I'm talking about. I think that, um, well, as far as when you said respect, I'm glad you said respect. Loyalty and respect, uh, they go hand in hand, but they're they have their own lanes. I look at it like when you meet someone for the first time, initially, any sane person, you're going to have a certain level of respect for them initially, right? 
And that meter starts to fluctuate. The more they talk, the more you get to know them, where they've been, what they've done, who they know, you know, things like that. That meter fluctuates with respect. Right. Um, but loyalty, loyalty is constant. Loyalty never changes. And when it does change, you can't really get that back. It doesn't go back up. It doesn't fluctuate. Um, respect can fluctuate up and down depending on the person. I just think it's different with loyalty. It's more, it's set. With me, I'm just, loyalty is everything. Okay, so, so something actually, when you say it's it's set and it, you know, like, are you, so so what you're saying is, like, I, I'm just trying to understand. So are you saying that somebody who you're loyal to, like, there's no increasing in loyalty, it's just either I'm loyal or I'm not? It, it can it can increase. Uh, I, I do believe it can go stronger. Okay. I wouldn't say increase. I think it can go stronger, but okay. I wouldn't, um, like, once I'm loyal to somebody, like, I can't ever see myself not being loyal unless they are disloyal. Or if I lose respect for them. It, so that's why I said they go hand in hand because right. you can, your loyalty changes when the respect meter dips a little bit too far down. You see what I'm saying? Right. Okay. okay. Um, but for the most part, it's, it's stagnant, bro. It, it don't go nowhere. Okay. Um... I can't even argue with that, yo. Because, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here trying to see, you know, just trying to in my mind put together, like, how much respect and loyalty really kind of, you know, interact. But, I mean, it's true. Like, I, can, I, I can't have loyalty to somebody who I don't respect. And I can't respect somebody who I can't be loyal to. Like, that's... Yeah. 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 Okay. Hey, I'm saying, man, the Forte is out here dropping gems tonight, okay? No, for real. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I, 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 don't, I, me personally, I feel like I don't owe loyalty to nobody but God. I don't care if we have mm. the same blood mm. and, shit. And, and the baby that I birthed. I got mm -hmm. I got to be good to him because he needed the life. But <laughs> other than that, I don't think I owe anyone anything from me. And I don't expect anyone to give me anything simply because we're from the same lineage. Oh, that's a good question. What happens when your loyalty is tested? Um, it can either make or break you. Yeah. Care to yeah. elaborate? He's in the same need to do some treatment. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> she put me on the spot. I was like, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I can yeah. elaborate on that, but we, I'm just going to leave that that one. So make or break you in the sense of either y'all, you're still going to be a part of that person's life or you're not? Yeah, in that sense, yeah. Okay. Mm. Oh. Um, yeah. Actually, why is that situation that like this? Was, what's that question? Oh, can you love a family member and not respect them? Yes. Yeah. Um, absolutely definitely yeah yeah i got aunts uncles cousins yeah love them to death Freaks. i ain't got no respect for them I ain't got no, yeah the stuff you can did in your life i can't rock with but still love you from afar yeah. very yeah. far really far, far. <laughs> yeah like, all so far that you like i ain't seen you in 10 miles. years yeah very far away i love you very <laughs> but now see now see the way my brain works my question is, what does that love that you just said you still have for that person even look like? If you don't respect them, right, you're not loyal to them, what does that love 
even look like? Like that means you're just gonna show up to their funeral when they die, and that's about it. Like you're not. Gonna I'm laughing because that's oh, exactly you know what, I mean? what popped I'm up just, in my I'm head. I'm just because that's what show up at your funeral. That's what popped up in my head. But if I did go to funerals, then yeah, I would just go to their funeral. If not, then I'd probably be like, tell your tell your daddy I said happy birthday. Like I would tell my cousin, tell her daddy happy birthday. Like, but still <laughs> makes the point though. Like essentially, it's superficial love. It's not really. Love is just yeah, I was gonna say, that's not that right? That's I mean, just, yeah, yeah. Love, love, real love, real love. So are we calling? So maybe it's more of a like, like I like you, but, but I don't you know, respect. respect. So you don't yeah, it's, it's a like yeah. thing. Yeah, no, because it's some family members I do not like. I, I can't sit here and say I love somebody and I love you. I don't respect like them. You. I can't. It doesn't go hand in hand. I no. But do you love them because you don't respect them? I don't think you love somebody that you don't respect. That's just mm. I don't. I can't say I love somebody and I don't respect them. I, I don't. I think there are different types of love, though. Like, I I would think back to, like, I might still have love for you because I remember how you were when I was a child. I remember the things you did for me before you did this craziness mm. to disrespect me. And so I still have the love of remembering those memories. The person you used to be, the the stuff we have, I don't immediately erase those memories because I don't fuck with you no more. Like the adult me, because I have some family members. I became an adult, and I especially in families like you see stuff through child childlike eyes, and then you become an adult and you see, okay, I see why this family member don't come around to all of y'all, or I see why mm. the dots won't connect them, and it's okay. like. So that's why I say it's it's different types of love. Like so I think the the difference is loving someone and having love for someone. Yeah. It's really the difference here. Cause yeah. I love my baby, but I have love for other for some of my other family members. And that right. shows up differently. I agree. Okay, y'all, y'all, boy, y'all, mm, y'all out here spit. Somebody turned the grease on the cooking out here. Look, so um, <laughs> since we are talking about you know love and respect in the family, and I, and um, I'm seeing a lot of I don't want to say people expressing indifference in their family, but now it, it leads me to ask the question: Do any of y'all feel like you're the black sheep of your family? I do. I always did. <laughs> what do you consider to be like a black sheep? Because for instance, my dad always expected a lot from me as the older child, which most people do as you being the older sibling. But at the same sense, he always it was always not enough for him. So I don't know if he considered me a black sheep because everything I did was not good enough for him and he expected more and more and more. You know, so I don't know. Like, what do you consider as being a black sheep? Like, so when I think of black sheep, I just feel like, like a disgrace. Well, like, now I don't want to say disgrace, but just like mm -hmm. you're just like the one who is overlooked. And it's funny because I actually, I actually read a study who says most of the people in life who feel like they're the black sheep of their family are usually the strongest ones in the family. Now, do I think I'm the strongest in my family? 
Maybe not. But do I feel like a lot of like my talents and maybe like my abilities or my love was taken for granted or overlooked? Yeah. I do. Um, and I think that's that's in my opinion, that's really what a black sheep is. The the one who just doesn't it's, it just isn't seen for what they could be or their for or for their potential. Yeah, yeah. I um so <clears throat> let me give y'all a little backstory on me. I so my name is Cedric Forte. My last name is my younger sister's father's last name. Right. So I, I'm carrying a man who isn't my biological father's last name, nor was he even in either of our lives. So that's just kind of you. Right. And my mother's side of the family, I have an older sister who's 14 years older than me. I'm the middle child. I definitely got middle child syndrome. So <laughs> with my older sister being so much older and all the cousins and family members, they were always gravitating towards her because she was the first of my mother. And with me, I'm just kind of like stuck in the middle because. Like, I didn't really, like, everyone's older than me. I didn't really have any cousins or brothers, you know, my age. So just being, like, the middle child, and I'm my mother's only son, she always just kind of just let me just, all right, he's a boy, he'll do whatever. You know how most people just brush their boys off and they focus on their girls. Always. That's kind of like how my family was. And um, although I, I turned out pretty good, I, I like to believe, um, I always felt like I was the black sheep of the family. I always felt like I had a chip on my shoulder when I was around family, just because, like, y'all didn't, ain't nobody, come, when nobody come to my birthday parties, when nobody checking for me or calling to see how I was doing and sending me presents or showing up for Christmas for me, you know, none of my wrestling matches, but older sister and younger sister, oh, everybody was there. They throwing parties, cookouts, everything. They having babies, everybody showing up. When it came to me, it was just like, oh, it's just him. So, yeah, I always have got his chip on my shoulder. That's black sheep in me. So I want to take a moment to, to look at this comment here. Um, for me, it was breaking out of the, the religious aspect of my family and carving my own path, not the one that others set out for me. Um, religion can be a big uh, make or break situation for families. Um, I, I, I definitely know people who you know, chose a different religious path or maybe even marry someone who's on a different religious path and it caused such a rut in their family. So, you know, where, at what point does a family say, you know, regardless of what you do or what you choose to do in life, you know, that it doesn't affect your relationship with your family? Like, that's rough. Religion can definitely be a huge make or break situation for families. Janasia, question. So I see you say I'm the strongest in the family, but not by choice. And you say your family focus on boys more than girls. So how many, um, I guess, girls and boys were in your family? Because um, I, I kind of follow what said, you know, in, in my family, especially considering like i think if i would just take like my whole family tree is probably like 80 percent women and 20 percent guys so i i kind of have a similar story to say like the women got all the love and all the praise and all the glory and you know i was really like raggedy ann out here my family is very much more like janasia's family um 
they focus very heavily on the boys, but there's a specific reason for that when it comes to my family. My grandmother had six kids and her youngest was a well, the last one before my mother was born was a boy. He passed away as a baby. So now nice. for whatever reason, my family really like caters to the boys. And my family also, weirdly enough, all end up having all girls first, and then they have a boy. So that baby boy is so prominent and precious to my family. And so my family really focuses on the boys. So I was the black sheep in my family for a long time because I was the daughter that everybody was like, oh, she's good. We don't got to check on her. She got it. You don't, she don't need nothing. We don't, we don't have to worry about it. So I would just the lone wolf off in the corner for real for real it was it, but now it's my brother for different reasons not the same reason as me I'm, I'm guessing that that falls <laughs> back into what we were talking about earlier uh as far as what can you do that doesn't create a huge riff in the family in my family you could just be a boy and nobody's gonna have a problem <laughs> That's it. That's more than enough. Must be I'm nice because I can't get away with shit. <laughs> can't get away with shit. Nothing. But Marie, I would like to hear your take on this. About being a black sheep? Yeah. I mean, black sheep? Like, like I said earlier, as far as the aspect of being the older sibling and my dad expected a lot from me because I was the oldest. I, there was times where he expected me to do this a certain way, you know, and it's still to this day, my dad expects a lot and demands a lot from me. You know, he feels like I should be married by this time and, you know, <sighs> just a whole bunch of expectations. So, I mean, <sighs> in, in his sense, I feel like I was a black sheep. On my mom's side, my mom was always very supportive and, you know, she didn't, she wasn't very judgmental. So, I mean, in a sense, I guess it depends on uh, it, it was my dad, so I guess dad side no, but mom side, yeah. So, mm. so <laughs> noticing that everyone here has said um, how they have all these siblings, you know, brothers and sisters and all that stuff. You think siblings have the strongest bonds out of anybody else in the family? Yes. I mean, I'm very close to my brother. Like, we, you might as well say we like twins. We are, I mean, and it's because we've experienced a lot together. We're only two years apart from each other. And we've almost everything we've experienced together, we have the same mom and dad. I have a lot of other siblings, but as far as that, as far as that goes, yeah, I feel like siblings have the closest bond. I mean, you know, you go through a lot together. So... D, what do you think? I definitely agree. Me and my brother are very close. Um, but it's a weird type of close. Like, so I know how with Marie, weird. Her brother yeah. Told, yeah, it's like weird. Not like <laughs> that. No, <laughs> no okay. I just like some, some people. Some people say they're super close to their siblings. They'll be like, they talk every single day. We talk every day. Like, I know Marie and her brother talk like almost every single day. Me and my brother do not. Um, we'll send each other like memes and stuff throughout the day and stuff like that. 
and then like we'll call each other like when something serious is going on like or if it's something like oh hey i want to invite you to this event or i want to hey what you been doing? like it's not we talk we don't talk every day like physically talk every day but we know when something's go like i don't i can't explain it like if so if we're having a bad day the other one knows and we'll be like hey how you doing like just checking on you da, da, da. so we're and we're definitely close because it's just of course me and my brother and i'm the baby and we're three years apart so you know so yeah. is that the weird part because i'm trying to figure out the weird parts <laughs> when i said i was saying so the weird, weird part is that y'all don't talk every day yeah okay but that is when something is going on okay no i i'm because most people, when they say like they're super close to their siblings, they like talk every day. Like they talk at least once a week or twice a week or something like that. And we don't. I would, I would say it wasn't always like that. But like I said, we've experienced a lot together. And I mean, growing up, it, it, we went through a lot. So that's more so why we're so close. Yeah. Okay. I think um, it's a big age gap. And, you know, you're probably not going to be that close to your siblings. And I think it comes with age too, because like when I, of course, when we were younger, and I was just his bratty little sister. So, but now we're both adults and have our own lives. Let me, me, my sister's six years younger than me. So growing up, yeah, she was a bratty little sister who I couldn't do nothing without dragging her with me. Yeah. And now we talk every day, and it's funny. So look, while I was getting ready for this episode, and I was I was doing a little, you know, a little research, you know, getting my educated mind going and stuff, you know, and I saw, fix your face, fix your face, don't do it. <laughs> so I saw that they said the older sibling is usually smarter, but the younger sibling is usually funnier. And I was like, no, I'm definitely funnier than my sister. And I thought about, it, I was like, nah. Nah, my sister got me. My sister isn't as a asshole, yo. My sister takes embarrassing pictures of people and saves it as ammo for like when I tell y'all. So, so I right, so say, let me let me let me ask you. I, I, I know I'm what you're talking to, about. I'm trying to I know what you're talking correlation about. Correlation between asshole and funny, right? But no, <laughs> she she's hilariously an asshole. She's hilariously an asshole. So. Say, you know, you know, as 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 kids, you was growing up, and, and your mom called you and said, "Come outside, help with the groceries," and you ain't had no shoes by the door, so you had to slip on <laughs> whatever was by the door. Man, she got so many pictures of me and 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 Crocs with my with my feet hanging out the back and and sandals that I that don't fit and stuff. That doesn't make her That's your own fault. That makes her an asshole because why are you looking at the ring camera every time somebody come out the fast looking no, embarrassing? You chose that for yourself when you chose to go outside that way. And, and does it really count as an asshole when it's sibling to sibling? I'm just saying. Right. I'm you pretty sure you do fuck up stuff to her. That's great. Yo, who, who side of your arm around here? The right side. That's crazy. That's crazy. Definitely. That's definitely the right side, but okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> Just because it's your show don't make you right. Mm. <laughs> hey, yo. yo. <laughs> Cut her audio. Cut her audio. She ain't talking no more. Cut her shit. <laughs> I'm putting up with this. Okay. So, I think oh, it's the opposite, though. You think it's the opposite? <laughs> yeah, because I'm older, but I feel like I'm funnier than my youngest sibling. And I feel like my brother, my younger brother, knows a little more than me. I, I feel like 
as far as being smart, I feel like he's smarter. I'm gonna say that because I learned a lot from him. I, I do learn a lot from him. So okay. as being the younger person, but yeah. And that's how I am. I feel like my baby brother is really smart. When he takes the time, he's really smart. He knows a lot more <laughs> than okay. I even really be realizing. Me personally, if you ask me, I'm the funny one. I'm real funny. I'd like he he ha ha. I'm really funny to me. Oh he he so, <laughs> he he yes, I'm really funny to me. But my oldest sister, I also think that she's really funny. So I don't I feel like but she's also really smart. I think she got a little bit of both. She has the comedic side as well as the funny side. My middle sister, she just be existing. She just be existing. Mm. That that sounds so rude when you put it like that. <laughs> I'm trying to make it seem right. like she ain't showing no purpose, no ambition, or nothing. How you talk about no, your sister like that? She's, she's right here. here. She's, <laughs> a great, she's a great girl. She just she's living her life. Yeah, she like, just said. <laughs> just said she got a stronger like bond, and they're gonna say mom. that your sister ain't got no, like, no no purpose or ambition in this world. She's present. no. I feel like everybody has like the mom sibling. She's just a mom, you know. Like <laughs> we're, I'm funny, and then there's like the funny smart sister, and then there's the smart little brother, and then there's just like the mom. She's just a mom. Okay. So say <laughs> I, I, I know you're talking about the um, the um relationship between you and your siblings how how was that <clears throat> well my oldest i mean she's 14 years older than me so she wasn't in the house with us like so it was just me and my younger sister she's two years younger than me so although i'm still the middle child i still feel like i'm like the oldest in a way because i wasn't right. in the household with my older sister but so i feel like i'm the smartest and the funniest i don't know maybe <clears throat> but um that sounds biased Ooh, probably it could be <laughs> that probably <laughs> it could be at the same time i'm very aware of my family dynamics and um yeah <laughs> i get it i get it bro so look let's 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 change things up just uh, just a tad bit you know we over here talking about family family but let's 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 talk about you know the family who was brought are friends capable of being family members? Because I'm gonna keep it a buck. <laughs> what happened? Oh, but no, look, I got <laughs> friends who are more family than actual family members. Like, yeah, I, mean, long I got time friends. Right. I got friends who ain't never crossed me, always got my back always been there for me always look out for me like real family and that's how it be friends a lot of friends that tend to be better family members than your real family members just that's like with crazy. the situation as far as blood being thicker than water yeah right. not, i disagree with that so okay glad i'm not alone on that one because you know people yeah, always I don't want to hear your opinion on this one Y'all always put me on the spot, ain't y'all? <laughs> That's what I do best. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like I said, as far as friends, I have some long-time friends, like for Delisha, for what she wanted that, for instance. 
It's okay. <laughs> For instance, Alicia, there's been a lot of situations we didn't been through. And I mean, as far as experiences I've had, she's been definitely a better friend than a lot of my family members out there that I've dealt with. And okay. I can tell you right now, I only deal with three at this moment. So you see who your real friends are when you go through some serious situations. So, yeah. Hold on. They, they going crazy in the comments. <laughs> uh, first off, Dave Miller. Really? I'm definitely the funniest in my family and the better looking one. She is, though. She really is. <laughs> <laughs> Like it's funny, but it's true. She had a she had a point to prove. Look, <laughs> brains and comedy over here. Okay, I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad at it. <laughs> Say, look, it's law. It's law. I, I'm the only person who has a really differing opinion on this. I don't believe that your friends are your family. Like when you think about the definition of family, this is someone who comes from the same bloodline and lineage. As you, that's simply what a family member is a parent, and then whatever, or a grandmother, whatever, however, you start the lineage that's what builds your family. Your friends are simply your friends, you've chosen them to be good friends, close friends, even best friends, mm. but they are not your family, they cannot be your family. So, what do you say but about someone? Right. What do you say about someone who loses all of their family, like, and they or they don't have? Then they don't have family, but they have good friends. You don't tell a orphan that? <laughs> yes, you don't have a family, but you have good oh. friends. You don't have a family. That's, Those are your friends, little boy. Yeah. That's, 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 that's what I said. Y'all not going to like my opinion. I'm probably sitting over here like, yeah. How could you it's be so real. heartless? It's real technical. Mm -hmm. Because that's not your family. That's just your good friend. That's your friend. Hey, yo. Have great bonds. And I love that. I love that. I have very good friends that I've built great friendships with, but they're not my family. You're not my family. <laughs> They're giving it to you in these comments. I want you to know that. I'm going to get canceled. <laughs> I'm like, darn. I feel I'm bad. I'm not going to lie. Run across. Lord. I never thought anybody <laughs> would be at a at a higher chance of getting canceled in spots. I didn't think it was possible. I didn't think it was possible. This is crazy. My bad. Say, so somebody, say what you think. <laughs> I agree with my wife. Mm. She said, so you're basically saying only blood can make your family. Yes. Mm. Okay. okay. I think we all choose to disagree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like me, and I understand that we are agreeing to disagree on this subject. Um, but yeah, so they don't come from the same lineage as you. They're not your family. So okay, well let me let me let me ask you this then. Let me ask you this then. Since since friends can't be family, are there like if if a friend has been there for you and has shown more love and respect and loyalty to you than your family? Do they essentially sit higher on the totem pole than family who you know who ain't done shit for you? Yes, my loyalty, my loyalty to them as my great friend would be greater. I would have a higher loyalty to them, but they are still not my family. You're just a great friend to me, and I'm a great friend to you. 
Okay. I get it. No, I no, I get. It. I understand what you're saying. I, it's like you. I get it. I get it. I just I, that's harsh. <laughs> All right. Yeah. This is like no. This is like so. Like if you at my cookout and I'm introducing you to my peoples and I'm like, oh, hey, that's my. Yeah, I mean, that's my. That's my friend. But then, like, hey, Ace said, say that's the- my family. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't know. Ace <laughs> said that's always the best answer. I agree with my wife. You can't go wrong with that. They said, I mean, "Happy wife, can't. happy life." I mean, uh oh. That's the right way to go. You live. You live with her. We 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 ain't got to deal. Tell that to Dominic Toretto. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He um he took family to a new level. <laughs> I'm saying. But I guess I, I knew when it came to this question that I was not going. We weren't. We were all going to be at odds. <laughs> we are at odds. Oh, you didn't piss somebody off. That's just my close friend. Oh, you didn't piss somebody else. I said, Pat, my son. I saw that comment. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to call you after this. We're going to talk about it. I hold some friends higher than family members, but in the end, you're still a friend. Oh, my God. Yes. That's it. That's all I'm saying. Never be included in my family. Damn. Okay, let's think about it like this. An onion is an onion. If you chop the onion, if you cube the onion, if you slice the onion, or if you fry the onion, it's an onion. Your friend is your friend. An onion is not going to come become something else just because you did something different to it. Your friend is your friend. No, because cucumbers become pickles when you put them in. But if if you start out as friends and then y'all start dating and y'all get married, so y'all y'all mm. never family. Mm. No, that's my husband. That's my husband. Not invited to the family cookout. Damn, and, and that part I'm too. To be honest, I don't really like family cookouts too much because I don't be liking people too much. But yeah, like that's my husband. I think that, I, but that's different. Y'all have, y'all have created. Y'all are now family in the eyes of the Lord. So it's like a different type of thing. But it's in the name huh, of Jesus. So, so you can only become family to you. If they birthed you or if they marry you, and that's it. Other than that, you're just my good friend. That's my good friend. Okay. Pray the Lord, let him bless okay. you. Okay. Great friends. Mm-hmm. We can be great friends. Best friend, but nothing beyond that. Sheesh. She said, off with their head. I'm <laughs> saying. It, it, it's okay. She, she's a black and white type of person. Oh my god. Hmm. So okay, okay. Um let's 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 take a moment and, and go back to the actual <laughs> family aspect, you know. Um everybody here is a parent, right? So um a lot of different reports have come out as of late. And um, if you pay attention to anything in podcasts nowadays, everyone is trying to throw the blame as far as who's responsible for 
you know, children growing up in these homes and why they're coming out this way or that way and so on and so on. So, so, you know, these people are talking about the weakness of a broken home, you know, single mothers and single fathers raising children. But do you guys believe that there's strength in a broken home? I mean, I know I've been so fortunate to have grown up with both of my parents, but I've seen a lot of friends and other people, you know, in my circle who have not been so fortunate, or maybe they are a single parent raising a child. And yeah, like they may not have both parents, but to see a child growing up and seeing that one parent work twice as hard, like, I, I feel like that's that's still commendable. Like, I, I feel like that child, if nothing else, sees the value of hard work. And, and so I, I don't like how, you know, society immediately tries to, you know, break down how a single parent home is a broken home and that there's nothing good to come out of it. Because I don't I don't agree with that. I would, I would really like to hear from from the family guy on this one. <laughs> Mr. Cedric. Big C. <laughs> um, so I ironically was raised in a single parent home. And um, you know, it was just me and my mother and my little sister, and I saw some of the some I mean, just in general, some of the strongest women I know in my family, just specifically, are single women. Like they raise children by themselves. Like I learned the value, like you said, of hard work. I learned how to to make it struggling, you know, just as a man, just as a person. Like I watched my sister, right? Cause my sister raised me like a portion of my life. I watched her feed me and her three, four children of a, at the time, me and her four other kids at the time, just on her one, you know, on her one salary that she was making. And I, and I was still in high school. So it was just like, some of the strongest people that you'll ever meet are going to be single mothers, single fathers who make it happen for two people, for that child or for those children. However, there's nothing, there's no strength like a two-parent household under God. Like, there's no no, no strength that compares to that. Like, that, the strength from the whole household as a unit is just different versus that child will gain, like, the single-parent child, the, the, ch the product of a single-parent household grows, I feel like they gain more. Um, it's, it, that sounds like backwards, but I feel like they get more out of be, being raised by a single parent than a two a child would being raised by, you know, that sounded weird, but it's, what I'm trying to say is that like single parent households, they provide a different type of strength than what, you know, being raised by two parents do. It's different. It's more on survivability because I was told, okay, so I'm going to just say this right quick. I was told at a younger age that really helped me put life into perspective. There is two types of two types of people in this world, people who are raised on love and people who are raised on survival. And um a lot of people I know, especially coming from Baltimore, were raised on survival. So learning how to survive with just one parent, amazing. You get kudos from me. Um being raised in a two parent household, I feel like it's always been you're being raised on love. So you process and we think about things differently off the off the rip. So I got to uh, disagree with you there. Um, so I was raised in a, no, I was raised in a two-parent home, right? 
But when my parents were essentially in my younger years raising me, you know, they were still trying to get the dynamic together of the house. So like, and I've talked about it before, my dad was working swing shifts. So like, it would be sometimes where I didn't see him for like a week and a half at a time because he may be working night shifts. So when I get home from school, he sleep in preparation for his shift. When I, when I get up in the morning, you know, he sleep or he hasn't got it back home yet. And, and you know, depending on what shift and how they fall in line, you know, it was like that. And so like my mom, you know, was essentially the one with us there. But then again, she was working and doing all of this. It wasn't until like I got to my teens that my parents were able to be a more loving parental unit. And that's why I like, I talked about it, like me and my sister were brought up in different points in my parents' lives. And like I said, I don't, not, I don't have that against them because, you know, it's that hard work then that allowed them to, you know, become so successful and was able to do for us and provide for us and all this other stuff. So I'm never going to hold that against them because if nothing else, I saw the value of hard work and like, you know, when things got to be done, you got to grind for it. But a two-parent household does not always mean you're raised in love because that love didn't come until later. And by then, I agree. I was kind of operating differently. I agree. No, I absolutely agree. Yeah, I was going to say some people stick together for the wrong reasons and it does affect kids. Little do they know. So like even being uh, what y'all call structured family, uh, what y'all call not considered broken, but it could be broken because some people are just together for the wrong reasons. Um, as far as broken family, I mean, I, I consider a broken family, um, a family who like y'all said, a single parent or a divorced family or a separated family. I mean, everybody has different terms for a broken family, but there is strength in a broken family. You have some kids helping the single parent raise their, you know, raise their younger sibling or whatever the case may be. So yeah, I feel like there is a lot of strength in a broken family. Absolutely. I, I'm going to say when you come to the definition of broken family, uh, well, broken home, that's not single is not where i consider a broken home a broken home to me is a home where it is not healthy for the children it's not healthy for the person raising the child you could be in a y'all both could be in a two-parent relationship but one of the people are beating the other person that's a broken home you're teaching your child a lot of it's a lot of stress there's a lot of stuff going on that you're not helping that child. It's not healthy for anybody in it. Like, I feel the focus so much on single parent homes, like you said, it's always negativity and that's not always true. Like I do have some people in my family that are single mothers, but my family is actually very, very close. So although they don't have that actual father they have, we have father figures in our family that pick up the slack. Like they do stuff. We do stuff together. We, we have parties. We go on trips together. We do, if a kid is graduating kindergarten, we all there yelling, screaming louder than anybody else. Like it doesn't, just because you have just a mother or just a father, you people seem to forget the saying of it takes a village. Um, and that village may, doesn't always have to be your mom or your dad. It could be your grandma. It could be your cousins. It's it's a village. 
Mm. And the village ain't just for the kids. The village is very much for the parents as well. Mm -hmm. Parents and adults need a village too. Me as a single mother, I've been a single mother. My son is seven. I've been a single mother since for the last five years. And I can easily say I don't consider my home broken. My child is very well taken care of. He's very happy. And he's very loved. And he knows and understands that. He's loved regardless. He has everything he wants, everything he needs. I think a broken family, as you said, is anything that's not conducive to the success of both the children and the people raising the children. Then it's broken. Once we're not able to be happy and successful together as a unit, as a family, then it's broken. I think <clears throat> I grew up in that type of environment that type of environment that y'all literally just spoke of i grew up in that and i felt i still feel like however i got a lot of strength from that um I, I i learned how to handle things and what not to do you know what i mean as a father as a parent so i feel like it, it can go both ways i think i think you just start finding the strength in different places when you're in, in yeah i think that's the way my brain works yeah mm -hmm. right. the strength just looks different yeah. So, um, a couple years back, well, not even just a couple years back, um, my, my, my family actually um, uh, owns a, a childcare um, facility. But one thing I've learned just in the years of essentially, you know, being there by choice and by force, but I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> one thing I've learned about being there is whether it's a two-parent household, a one-parent household, there is definitely strength in either one, but at the same time, there is a little bit of weakness. Um, and there was this one kid, I'll never forget it. Uh, I love this kid to death. Um, he was he was a knucklehead. I'm not going to lie, he was a knucklehead. But everyone just pushed him off as he's a knucklehead so you know don't give him no time don't give him no attention don't pay him no mind he's just trouble and so one day i i, I just i just sat him down you know by this time he had, he had started school and I, I think he was in like second grade when i finally had this talk and i was like you know i ain't gonna say his name but i was like why like what's wrong i just asked him like what's wrong and he started off and he was talking about how um, his mom, you know, just had his younger sibling. Uh, well, the youngest sibling. He actually had a little brother, so just had the youngest sibling. And, you know, he was like, he feels like um, he's not getting attention from his mom. And I was like, so is that why you do some of the things you do? And, you know, once I kind of like made like brought awareness to him of you know what he's doing and why essentially i know you're doing it for attention but everybody else think you're doing it to act out he realized like yeah like i don't want to be a bad kid i'm not a bad kid i mean and it broke my heart he talked about his dad <laughs> his dad wasn't i don't want to say he wasn't present but he wasn't positively present. Like this, this kid knew what weed was at like the age of six. He had been around it, you know, 
his dad would rather be in the streets and doing everything except for being a dad to this kid. And essentially, you know, he feels like his mom don't pay no attention. So he wants to cling to his dad, but his dad ain't doing right. And so he didn't have no choice but to act out because that was the only way he felt like he was noticed. And I felt so bad for him because he was an amazing kid. He had straight A's. And, and that was the part that really made me think, like, wait a minute, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because you know, they, they came in, everybody somehow, uh, oh, uh, Mr. TJ, I got this grade, I got that grade, I got this grade, I got that grade. So I'm like, so I asked, I was like, Sigma, what you get? Because, you know, he was quiet. He pulled out a, he pulled a report card out and he was sad. I'm like, why are you sad? I looked at him like, these are the grades you, ex- you like your, your emotions right now don't match these grades. Like, kid, you should be doing backflips off the wall. You got straight A's, A's and E's and S's right now. <laughs> why are you upset? And, you know, it's um, more of my story is a broken home does not come from a single parent. It comes from a home where the child does not feel loved and appreciated and understood. That's what I think a broken home is anyway. What's the E and the S? Excellent. And uh, what is, yeah, satisfactory. I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm real confused. <laughs> <laughs> I done forgot the whole story trying to figure out what E and S mean. <laughs> we gotta work on this attention span. How 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 the whole story just go away because you're E and S. Um no. Well while we're on the topic of broken families and two parent households and single mothers. My question is, are mothers and fathers both equally responsible for instilling certain things in children? Or is it a joint effort? Is it a team effort? Mm. Both. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) It it goes both. So um, each each parent has things and um, you just have things that you want to teach your children. my wife and only my wife can teach my daughters about their um, menstrual cycle and about their bodies and everything. I can't teach them that stuff. I'm uh, like, I barely even know my own damn body. I can't no. And, and my wife can't teach my son how to stand up and pee. Like she can tell him, but she can't show him and she can't guide him. And she does, she can't tell him what he's going through when he's experiencing certain things. It's just, it's roles that both men and women have that they teach children and it go and it flops the the other way. My daughters learn certain things from me as their father, um, as far as what they are going to look for in a man when they get older. And it works the same way with my son and my wife, like he, how emotional he is, how he handles all that stuff. It, he learns most of that stuff from his mother. So, Marie, and I, I know you could have been on, on the spotlight so much tonight, but now it's my turn. I, I want to put you on the spotlight. <laughs> wow, right? yo, not the light, yeah. not the light skin card. The only light skin person over here. Oops. Go ahead. <clears throat> Don't worry, I'm coming for D next. I'm, I'm coming for her next. She, she better get ready. I'm not. Look, I'm always pointing the wrong way. <laughs> she above you now. Oh shit! I see why. 
Yeah, I just lost. I just went that way. <laughs> and parents to five, definitely a team effort. <laughs> He's a family guy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm gonna grow up one day, yo. Let's let Marie in. Yeah, I'm gonna need you to stay focused. What's the I'm question? Sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, but yes, you know, as you know, just is it a joint effort, you know, between the mothers and, and fathers and teaching their children, you know, different values and stuff like that. Yeah, I feel like it's a joint effort because I mean you can be the dad and trying to teach the son something, but I feel like the mom can do the same thing too. I feel like it's a team effort um, when it comes to situations. I feel like it, it takes both parents. I mean, when you're teaching a baby to potty train, it's not just the dad in there trying to teach the son to aim. You know, you know what I mean? I'm sure the mama is doing the same thing, too. It's a team effort. I don't feel like it has to be a certain sex doing, you know, the teaching or trying to teach you something. But I mean, as far as I, I agree with said on what he was saying, as far as like, OK, for example, sports. Your dad's he's you trying to play a sport. I mean, certain situations, but it, it at the end of the day, it becomes a team effort, in my opinion. Yep. So, I think both parents can teach, just like you know, a guy. People think men are supposed to only do certain things, and then women are only supposed to do certain things. I think both can do. It's what you're capable of doing. I think everybody can do the same things. So it's a team effort. Hmm. Okay. But I know you probably disagree, but yeah, no, it's a team effort. I don't disagree. Um, I mean, okay, so in my case, of course, um, me and my children's mother are no longer together. And um, we are probably not the best as far as being vocal in what we are teaching our children. So for myself, me and I'm a father of two African-American boys and I understand that the world they are growing in, I teach them the things that I feel like they need to survive. Emotional intelligence, you know, we don't, we don't, we don't do crying and whining. Use your words. I, I tell them all the time, use your words, use your words, knowing your limits, you know, love, compassion, but also knowing when you got to turn up sometimes. I, I, I tell them all the time, you know, you can be nice, you can be loving, but if somebody put their hands on you, Ah, give it back to him. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. <laughs> Look at lady. Absolutely. <laughs> Look, absolutely. Because the world that we grow in right now, like it's it, it's 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 not so you know loving on, on black boys and I can't I I need to give them the tools to essentially grow up is survive and be thriving young black men. So, you know, I mean, yeah, the, the whole potty training thing is, is nice. We got that down, you know, but I want them to be able to love and be loved and to do what's necessary to be accepted and to make it home at the end of the day. Not every guy have that has that experience though. So like, why I say it's a team effort is because, you know, not everybody can, not every guy can teach their sons or their daughters that survival. It might take uh, a mother to to teach that, you know what I mean? I feel like, it's, I just still feel like it's a team effort on that. 
And I agree, it should be. It should be. But if, you know, if one parent is, is more focused on what she got going on instead of focusing on what we got going on these kids, then I have to do, you know, at, at least do my part in, in instilling them what I think is necessary. Because I love them boys to death. And at the end of the day, I just want them to be safe, happy, and alive. I mean, I agree with y'all. It's a team effort. But I think it's more of like a tag team effort. I don't think it's like a combined team effort all the time. I think, again, as I talked about last week, playing into your strengths as the man and the woman, the, the mother and the father, you have to play into the strengths that you have and bring those to what you do when you're raising your children collectively and individually as people. I think that it's going to it's going to look different. Like I don't I don't think that it's ever. Well, I won't say ever. There are times where it's a collective team effort, absolutely. But most times, I do think it's a tag team effort because what I have to give and what you have to give are likely going to be different as mother and father. Okay. And I well, don't me... think be out here telling kids to hit people, but I digress. So, not hit, but defend yourself. Yes. But you because... have to also be explaining, you know. I do. Yeah, I do. Kids be like, "Oh, I do. he got this first sandwich. I need to defend myself." No, 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 no. That's no. not what I meant. <laughs> that's not what I meant. <laughs> you know, the kids. Um, but to go back to what we were talking about, I also think a lot of people have kids and then they don't discuss parenting styles and the things that they feel like their child when they have children they want to teach their children and then their child their children are here and your head button with each other because y'all never had a conversation on what you what you see parenting to be like or what you want your children to know mm. Mm -mm. the comment from mishi bug you don't have to abuse your children to teach or discipline she was responding to what she said i vehemently disagree with that Sometimes certain actions deserve <laughs> ass whooping. Um, no. I don't just go around beating my kids. No, listen to me. I don't just beat my kids. I can't even remember the last time I put my hands on my children with an object. Uh, some, I jack my son up all the time. My son gets jacked up all the damn time. I jack his ass up, hold him face level, and I talk to him like he my age. My daughters, I don't necessarily handle them that way but they get plucked on the forehead, plucked in the neck, you know, just little small stuff. I don't just wail on my children. But some actions, when you did something I told you not to do, and you did it knowing you were you were doing something wrong and you know you're gonna get in trouble, consequences gotta be had. Taking your phone ain't gonna work. The TV, that shit don't work no more. They don't wanna go outside. I got maybe, what, force them to go outside? Mm -mm, no, right. no, ass whooping, then go lay down. I think the problem is though, a lot of people, ass whoop and then don't explain where the ass of it come from. You just beat oh, on yeah. your child. Then, yeah, yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, yeah. You always explain to them um, you know, if they get in trouble, even if they get punished and there is no physical consequences, I always explain to them and I talk to them about why they're in trouble, why they, you know, I want to know why they did what they did and if they understand why they're in trouble. Uh, communication and, you know, like you said, using your words, teaching them emotional, you know, look, 
but I also think there's a difference. Like some oh people God, autom geez. automatically say, you know, you getting a little whooping as abuse. That's not abuse. Abuse is you pulling out this extension cord and you smacking your child like 30 times and they got whelps all over their back. Yeah. You know, abuse and then not even whipping. Like abuse could be you making a child um, cause I what it was it like an old military tactic? Have the child be on their knees in rice? Yes, that's abuse. That is definitely you starving your child because they didn't do what you wanted to do. That's abuse. You know, not hey, you know, a little tap here, like no. Well, yeah. Right, she get it. Mm -hmm. So okay. black parents. Oh, I definitely get right. It. It's gonna hurt you more than it's gonna, it's gonna hurt me more than it's gonna hurt you. Right now, I go. I, it, that, that, that was my dad's favorite line. That's right. saying it not makes sense as a child. Now that I'm a parent, oh yeah, it makes sense. Let me ask y'all this then. Do you do you feel like you know, just because you are a child's mother or you're a child's father, that or, or let's say if you're you know, like I said, that child's mother and that child's father, you're a single mother, single father, whatever, that you have the right to immediately say. Oh, because I'm the single parent, I'm this child's, you know, mother and father. Like, I feel like even if you are a single parent, you know, like, I'm never going to tell my sons, like, oh, you know, I'm your mama and your daddy, you know. Yeah, I can't play both roles. I can't be the father. Like, father oh. can only be the father. I was going to so. say, oh, is this going on? No women that be like, happy Father's Day to me. People oh, do text me that. I wasn't even thinking like, about okay. that. I hate yes. that. I hate it. Right. That's my biggest pet peeve. You're not a father. As a single mother of five years, I will never. I be telling other people, like, I'm the only parent. I ain't got no baby daddy. I got this baby from you. Like, I talk to other people and play with other people like that. But my son knows that he has a father and he understands that I am not your father nor can I ever be. I'm your mother and I'm going to do what I can for you as your mother. But I don't, first of all, I don't even want to be a baby daddy. That's ghetto. I wouldn't want that for myself. <laughs> no, absolutely That's not. That's crazy. <laughs> absolutely not. But wow. I, no, you can never, you can't be both. You can't yeah. be both. You'll never be able to be a mother and a father. You'll never be able to be a father and a mother. You can't be both. You have to be the one that you are. I agree. I agree. Um, but yeah, like, I don't, I don't like, you know, when, when parents <laughs> feel that one is absent, that essentially you have to profess that you are both. No. I understand that, you know, as a single parent, you may have to, not even may have to, you probably are, you will dip into the roles of the other parent. Oh, my God. He just oh, saw it. Oh, my God. Brandon, shut up. We getting, oh, we getting canceled tonight. We getting canceled tonight. Oh, man. We didn't say that. <laughs> nah, that was crazy. <laughs> I just want to make a disclaimer. The views of our viewers do not reflect on this cast. Okay? I, I just want to say you made me sign this form. You didn't, it didn't include stuff like that. <laughs> 
Hey, backstage crew, we need to add that to the consent form. <laughs> I don't even want to read that question out. I mean, that comment out loud. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! Y'all already oh blasted up on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Not on head out, you might as well stay. You the best. Man, that's love. Welcome to the family, baby. You didn't oh, oh my oh. god! Oh, somebody! Oh, is that is that on um, cheeks? Yeah, Cheeks said he about to report us, Lord. Oh man! Lord. <laughs> we getting we gonna go viral tomorrow, y'all. <laughs> All right, but no, seriously though, I, I I just feel like, you know, if you are a child's mother in your child or a child's father, you know, if you're doing this by yourself or not, I feel like you have to respect who you are to this child. Now, are you dipping into, you know, the other parental unit's responsibilities? Nine times out of 10, you are. But that just shows how strong of a person you are to do that. But that doesn't mean you sit here and say, Oh, I'm your mother and your father. Or where's my Father's Day? Thank you. You're a mother, a super mother, and we respect that. But you're a mother, or you're a father, but you're not anything else. You deserve your praises on your day. Don't 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 hop in. Don't hop on Facebook or hop in people's Instagram posts. I'm about, oh, hey, happy Father's Day to me. No, bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. It's always cringy to me. Like, you, why, why, why you gotta jump in and do that? Like, they got a holiday for them. We got a holiday for us. Let's just keep it that way. If your baby yeah. daddy or, or baby mama ain't shit, hey, yeah, they ain't shit. Usually, everybody around that. you already know that. Right. We understand that. We understand that. We do. I, I, I promise you we do. We do. So I got one last question I want to propose to y'all before we wrap this show up. Um, you know, since since we have talked about families, you know, I don't know if y'all noticed, but right now, uh people are waiting longer to start families. Why do you guys think that is? Um, I definitely feel like the divorce rate is high. I don't know. Mm. With me, it's more like in the old days, that's all you, especially as a woman, that's all you had is to show value, get married, have kids. You're important now. Sweet, clean, and, spit out babies. Gotcha. Yeah. But now it's, we have careers, we have stuff going on in our lives. Plus, we live longer. Like, you know. I don't feel like stuff is traditional anymore. It's not traditional anymore. That so part. people ain't trying to have families now. Like that part. Them women didn't fought for our right to work. So now we be at work. We ain't got time to be yeah. barefoot and pregnant no more. I ain't gonna lie, lady. You sound your your tone sounded a little upset about that. Do you, do you, really, do you, I, I do kind of feel a little bit of a way about the women <laughs> fighting for the right to work. I didn't. I, I don't want that. I didn't want that. Like y'all should have fought for yourself to work. I didn't want to go to work. I don't like to go to work. I want to stay at home. I will sleep clean and, and carry the bag. I don't want to do it. No, no, thank you. They should fought for themselves. Oh, I, I guess me, me and Lady will be on different sides. I, I'm ready. I like to go to work. Home be 
Be ready to. I think I'm gonna take my babies to school and clean the house and cook dinner. That's all I want to do. I don't. I don't want to go to work. No, thank you. I ain't even gonna say it. No, please, please, Tommy, speak your piece. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. We already got two strikes against us, and we're probably getting canceled in the morning. Got a job, so you can say whatever you want to. I'm sorry. What was that? You're the Tommy that has a job. Did did you need that repeated? Oh, <laughs> you can say whatever you want to. <laughs> Put some respect on my name, now. Put some respect on my name, okay? You're right. This time you got a job. Got a job. Um, I don't know though. I, I think I think why people are waiting longer to start families is is kind of with the whole job thing. But like people are realizing like life is short, and the world is getting smaller every day. We got planes, buses, social media. Everything connects the world, and people are realizing like. The world getting crazier too. That too. You don't want to have your children grow up in in this type of chaos we got going on. So I I think that's another reason why a lot of people are not having families. We're not gonna talk about uh, the prices of buying homes and all that stuff spilled into that with the because daycare right now for where we live at. Everything that went up, chicken, gas. I mean, let's not get into it. I love how chicken was the first thing that came. That's chicken, chicken, not the price of gas, not not the price of groceries, specifically chicken. Well, we're not even gonna talk about. I'm hungry. I mean, when you was ranting about McDonald's going up, so you damn skippy. We talk about all the time. Yo, in college, I could go to McDonald's with three dollars and fifty cents, and I ate like a king. You go to McDonald's down with two dollars and fifty cents. You ain't getting number the large sweet tea. They're gonna they're gonna send you on down through the driveway, man. It don't make no sense. These prices at McDonald's now. McDonald's, I don't know who didn't put any here. You didn't got him started. You damn <laughs> stupid. If I gotta hit up real work, somebody else here. Y'all come to the cool down and hear more about why Tommy is upset at McDonald's. You damn skippy. I want my dollar McChicken or my dollar McDouble. Okay. Shit. Somebody get a McDonald's order tonight. But <laughs> <laughs> well, look, um, lady did bring up a good point, you know, after the show, yo, is it a cool down? And just in case you ain't hip, just in case, you know, you ain't hip and you don't know what goes down. In the Discord, after the show, 1045 to be exact, we do the cool down. We do the cool down. If I can get it to work, I'm sorry, y'all. You know, we have a technical yeah, difficulties over here. The cool down, cool down will definitely be in the comments. Y'all join us. It is a fun little area where we could there, there it is. There it is. There it is. There it is. Yes, right there. Y'all come join us in the cool down. But yeah, the after party <laughs> is in the Discord after the show. After the show, it's the after party. And after the party, the it's party the, the wholesale party. <laughs> Moral of the story, like, people are taking a lot I got work in the morning. <laughs> oh, yeah. Someone, was actually, someone was actually working on Fridays. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I worked hard at the beginning of the week, so I ain't got to come in on Friday. 
Have fun. Yeah, I don't got to come in on Friday either. So. <laughs> okay, congratulations. Right. If it right. wasn't for them other little, for them other ladies a long time ago, none of us have to go to work. <laughs> we are. I mean, you could all, you could always, you can always pick up the pole. And on that note, on that note, we're gonna wrap this show up. Peace. That that is strengthened. We are damn sure getting canceled, y'all. Peace, chicken grease, and all that other good shit. We we'll catch y'all next week for episode five. Oh, wait a minute, I forgot. Chick's still here. That he is. So next week's episode is everybody's fan favorite episode, the Pillow Talk. When we talking kinky, nasty, sexy, and everything else that fits in that criteria, okay? You got a little too high for that. Why you want to that? You got a little too high for that. Nasty, just nasty. But yeah, next week, Thursday, nine o'clock, pillow talk. Be there, okay? Okay. So with that being said, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Peace, chicken grease, and all that other good shit. Later. And we out.